What's up, Podcast Nation? This is Drew, a.k.a. Aren't You Funny? Uh, For those of you that know me on Twitch, bringing you episode three of Peace of Mind. So, um, just again, you know, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, I am a therapist, a mental health therapist by day and a gamer by night. And so I have decided to mesh and meld those uh, roles together and broadcast this podcast live on Twitch at www or well no not www <laughs> um, at twitch.tv slash aren't you funny so that's A-R-E-N-T-U-F-U-N-N-Y. So if you ever want to participate live feel free to join us there and we will be more than happy to have you on and have any questions you have answered or whatever comes your way. Um but basically, um, because I'm a mental, her- mental health therapist by day, I feel like that makes me a little bit more qualified to uh, discuss things than just an average Joe. So um, I've decided to try and use my powers for good, if you will. <laughs> so um, essentially, um, though I am a mental health therapist by day, uh, the intention of the podcast isn't for me to become your therapist. Um, so this is purely just something that's supposed to supplement um, things that you may already be doing or considering doing or whatever uh, may be going on in your life. And um, so this is just kind of food for thought and uh, potentially in-depth discussions of things that are sometimes very uncomfortable. Um, but it's because life isn't always comfortable. And so sometimes we cover really hard uh, material, but I think one thing to consider and that I would encourage you to do is to try and stick it out because I think sometimes, and at least my hope would be, that we're going to bring you some value to your life because sometimes listening to those um, those difficult conversations and listening to the difficult subject material can make a big difference in your life. And so with that, um, I feel like sometimes being willing to stick it out is a good thing. However, if the subject matter is just too much and you're like, you know what, um, I just can't do it today, then it's all good. Um, you're not going to offend me in the least. And um, if anything, you know, I, I commend you for having the self-awareness to say that you're not able to handle it. Um, so with that being said... Um, Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Um, One more thing before we get started is that if you are having serious thoughts about ending your life, um, I would love to be a resource and support for you. However, I'm not going to be able to do that effectively uh, live or over the internet for that matter. However, I would love to refer you somewhere that would be helpful. So if that means uh, getting in touch with the National Suicide Hotline or if it means reaching out to um, some local resources that you may have available uh, by just kind of Googling um, your city and state and Googling crisis um, services, then you should be able to find what you need. So again, you know, I, I truly empathize with that. Like I said, I've had um, experiences like that as well, so I can completely understand 100%. However, uh, I'm probably not going to be the best 
resource for that given that I'm just a random guy on the internet. So with all of that being said, um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was language. And I think it's something that can be incredibly underrated and also can be overlooked quite easily, especially the effect of language and how often it's, um, it can impact our daily lives. So an example of that is, uh, and again, this, you know, this is probably something that'll seem uh, petty or it may seem like I'm getting caught up on semantics or whatever, but I feel like it's, it's also something that's really important that's acknowledged because I think that words are incredibly powerful. And with that, um, sometimes people overlook that and they say, well, you know, the sticks and stones argument and, oh, well, sticks and stones will break my word bones, but words will never hurt me. And that's, I think that's true to an extent, but um, I think that a lot of the times, and, and more specifically what I'm interested in talking about today is self-talk. So, um, <laughs> first of all, you're not crazy if you talk to yourself because we all self-talk. We, uh, you know, we talk to that, uh, to our conscience or whatever you want to call it. And we talk to, uh, we have these inner dialogues going on, whether we like to admit it or not, a lot of the time. And, uh, and so with that, I think being cognizant of that inner dialogue going on is incredibly important. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at my chat. They're, uh, they're having a good time with this. So, um, I think something that's really important to consider is, is the messages that you're sending yourself because ultimately you are going to be your own worst critic and your own worst enemy a lot of the time. And with that, um, you can make things really hard on yourself, like ridiculously hard on yourself for no reason, when really you could have a pretty decent quality life if, if maybe you consider how you phrase some of your self-talk. So I think something to consider with this would be an example of like um, saying something is impossible. So saying something is impossible uh, makes it impossible in the sense that you um, it's it's highly likely that you'll never accomplish what you're looking for. So if I say that uh, me um, if I say that me being able to uh, do a podcast means that or as if I say that me doing a podcast is impossible, then I've given up on it already. And then on top of that, what else I've done is, is shut off that opportunity and decided that, that that's never going to happen. Whereas if I say it's improbable, it's a very small difference, but it, it's, it's also one of the biggest differences that you can have. Because when you say it's improbable, it just means that you have to work hard to make it happen. And really, I mean, the, the old adage, oh, hard work pays off, that's true um, because if you're willing to put in the effort, then you're willing to overcome some of the obstacles that will come with the uncomfortable experience. So when you make that small difference, you have decided 
that you've taken something that's completely impossible and turned it into something that's doable, just uncomfortable. And, and I think that then that will open up an incredibly wide array of opportunities for you because then you, you, you aren't quite as shut off and you're open to new experiences and you've considered the possibility that um, you can step out of your comfort zone and, and, and be willing to go through trials and tribulations. So, <clears throat> so I think that's something to consider is, okay, what am I saying to myself when I am going to go have this experience or do this thing? What do I feel about it? And what kind of messages am I sending myself? So, uh, and, and in the therapy world, we, um, we talk about this as CBT. So we, we talk about this as automatic thoughts and core beliefs and, and all these different things. So you may hear some of those words thrown around on occasion. Um, but essentially what I'm, what I'm encouraging and suggesting is that, uh, we challenge some of those automatic thoughts and, and tweak them a little bit to make it a more functional, uh, aspect and to make it a, a more, um, and a more achievable experience, whatever experience it is you're looking for. So again, you know, I know that it seems kind of wooey and seems like, Oh, well God, you know, funny's just, or, or Drew's just being, uh, you know, picky or he's just, um, deciding that, uh, well, you know, he makes it sound so easy or, uh, that's, that's something I'm never going to be able to do, or that's just stupid or whatever. And that may be the case. It may be that for you, this, this isn't something that's going to be meaningful. And it may be for you that, this doesn't work out for whatever reason. However, um, I found that this really works for me and I've really found that, um, sometimes when people slow things down and really think about what they're thinking about, <laughs> which, uh, can get really dicey really quickly. Um, like then you, you see an improvement in your quality of life because, uh, all of a sudden, you know, things aren't, uh, concrete. They aren't, uh, what people would call black and white. It's not this, um, it's always this or always that or never this or never that. Instead, it becomes, well, yeah, you know, sometimes that's a possibility or a probability, but right now that's not what fits for me. Or right now that's not a concern. Um, or, uh, that's not an impossible thing or it, it doesn't never happen. It just seems like it never happens. Um, and I think that, uh, one of the people in my chat made a, uh, a perfect um, comment to this, which is that uh, when you call something impossible, you've already dismissed it and uh, decided that that's just not even going to be a, a possible experience for you. So, so with all of that being said, that's just something that I would encourage you to think about as another one of those basic building blocks that I was talking about before in that, um, in that the, um, the language that we use and the internal dialogue that we have makes a difference. And when we start paying attention to that, that's when we might start seeing a difference in, um, some of the other things that I've talked about previously, which are, um, your mindfulness and being aware of your values and your beliefs and being aware, being aware of all these different things. So sorry. <laughs> Sorry if I keep uh, stumbling over myself a little bit today. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bit out of it today, um, but we're just going to roll with it because I'm tired, but I really decided that 
you know what, today uh, I'm not going to let that get the best of me and I'm going to continue to do what I love, which is um, hopefully have some sort of impact on your all's lives in a positive manner. So, um, yeah, forgive me if I stumble over things every once in a while and forgive me if I'm kind of out of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to roll with it and we're just going to keep going and whatever happens, happens. So, um, let's see. What else? So, yeah, I think one of the things, uh, again, along those lines of language and impossible versus improbable and all of those things is that sometimes we say that we, we like to overgeneralize things and we'll say, okay, well, um, this just fits neatly into this little category here. So that means that all of these things do. And I've actually, I, I was reading something before I started up the uh, podcast that, that applies to this directly where we tend to overgeneralize things. And that's a normal part of us as human beings. We, um, we, we say, okay, well, um, this is something that can't happen. Or, um, we'll say that, um, you know, these, these things hold true for, uh, every experience. And really that's not the case. That's hardly ever going to be the case that, that something fits for everything. Um, granted there, you know, there are some situations, but nine times out of 10, um, saying, okay, well, uh, and I'm struggling with examples today, but essentially like saying, okay, well, um, this is true for all people of this, category and and you'll see this a lot with racism or you'll see this a lot with sexism or you'll see this a lot with other things um that come up where oh okay well you know all people of this belief system are this or all people of this skin tone are this and really that's just life is too complex and there's too many uh subtleties for that to always be the case um and so you know, if, if we catch those within ourselves, then I think a lot of the times we'll end up seeing that, um, that life's not so, uh, uh, binary. Life's not so zeros and ones. Instead, it's, okay, well, um, that's true most of the time, but in this particular case, that's not true. Or, um, or whatever. And then with that, then comes the possibility of having different experiences. And I think that a lot of the times that unlocks these doors for, uh, for things that we didn't expect or for things that will shock us or for things that will uh, open up a completely new uh, time of the world or not time of the world. Uh, completely new, uh, way of the world. And, and so then with that, we grow as people and, and we challenge those things that we always knew to be true or those things that are just always the case. And, and then I think then that helps us develop some of that empathy that I was talking about before and that, that absolutely huge tool of, I, I see you. And I understand your experience and I value that. 
um, and, and being able to say, you know, this, this is something that's meaningful. And I, and I hope that's, that's making sense to everybody. Um, yeah, I hope that that's clicking. Um, so essentially, <clears throat> um, words are powerful, but the flip side to that is that words are only as powerful as you allow them to be. So, and again, this is one of those nuanced things where it's like, okay, well, funny, you were just talking about how words are so powerful. And now all of a sudden you're saying that they aren't powerful. Well, that's not necessarily true. What I'm saying is that words are only as powerful as you allow them to be. So applying some of those basic tools that we had discussed before, um, is that if you, if you look at what you have control over, you have control, you don't always have control over your feelings. So, you know, there's, there's medication options that will help you regulate them and, and whatnot, but ultimately you don't have control over how you feel about something. What you have control over is your reaction to how you feel about something. So when you get pissed off, you have the option to, to respond by uh, wiling out and yelling at people and deciding that you're just going to make a fool of yourself and that you're going to do whatever. You have that option. That's, that's how you can choose to respond to that situation. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that you were mad. Um, all it changes is what you decide to do with being mad. And it's the same kind of thing here where if somebody has said something that's upsetting to you, you can decide to dwell on it and you can decide to get stuck in it and you can decide to say, okay, well, I'm just going to let this ruin my day and then it'll ruin your day because that's what you allowed to happen. Whereas if you decide to say, okay, well, maybe this really sucks and maybe um, this is an incredibly uncomfortable situation and maybe I'm really not happy about this, but I know that this doesn't have to be my end all be all. Instead, I can decide to say, okay, well, yes, this sucks and I'm going to sit on this for a little bit and I'm going to be unhappy about this for a little bit, but I don't have to let it ruin everything else going on for me. Um, and I think that that's something that's really important because, because a lot of the times a, a lot of our life difficulties come from these times of feeling stuck. And a lot of our life difficulties come from these times of saying, you know, well, uh, this person did this to me, so that means that I, you know, I now have this thing going on, whatever it may be. And, and that's not to devalue that experience or invalidate it or invalidate your feelings or, or do any of those things. It's just merely to say, okay, yes, this happened and this sucks and it's incredibly uncomfortable, but, but are you going to let it ruin everything for you? So, so with that being said, um, that, I think that's just a, a, a brief example of a way that we can say, we can look at that self-talk and apply it and say, okay, well, how am I going to respond to this? And, and then, okay, well, now that I've chosen that response, what am I going to, what am I going to do? What am I going to let it be? What am I going to, um, what, what kind of inner dialogue am I going to have because of this? So, I hope that's clicking with everybody. Um, 
I think another thing to consider with this is that though words are powerful, they're not going to come in and fix everything for you either. Um, because I think a lot of the time, sometimes people think, okay, well, um, I said sorry, so that means that that's going to fix everything. And sorry is a great first step. And excuse me, sorry is, is definitely a great thing to uh, bring out and acknowledge like, hey, I messed up. I could have done this better. Um, but I think a lot of the times people get frustrated because they're like, well, they said sorry, but they kept doing the same thing over and over again. And then it, you know, that it becomes a source of frustration. So yes, sorry is good and sorry, um, can help things get on the right path. But ultimately saying sorry doesn't come in and wave a magic wand and make everything better all of a sudden. So, yeah, so I think that's something to consider. Um, so, moving on to something that's less specific, or I'm sorry, that's less basic and more specific and applied is uh, conversational tools. Because I think one of the things that's come up several times in, uh, in chat and, and in conversations that I've had with other people recently is, uh, feeling like, oh, well, people just don't get me or, um, feeling like they're not being heard or like their opinions aren't being valued. And, uh, <laughs> and so my hope is that we'll be able to have a discussion about some basic, uh, things that we can do to kind of improve the quality of our conversations with other people and, um, essentially get the opportunity to, uh, possibly deepen meaningful relationships in your life. Again, you know, I'm not claiming that this is going to be some sort of uh, mega fix that's going to come in and, and just completely change everything for you, but my hope is that we'll at least plant the seed of, of this can happen, or this is a possibility, or this is an opportunity, or, um, you know, maybe this specifically didn't work for me, but... Um, this is going to work for me or whatever. Um, so with that being said, I think something to consider, sorry, I'm, I'm also kind of reading my chat while, while I'm doing this, I'm getting a little distracted at times, but it's good. That's a good thing. Um, so some conversational tools you can use to kind of deepen uh, those relationships with other people and, and something that I'm a lot more cognizant of, is um, first of all just being engaged because 90% of deepening your relationships with other people and being able to understand other people and being able to kind of have like some insight into why they're doing the things that they're doing or why they're responding to you or whatever is first is just being present because sometimes we'll we'll want to be there for people and we're not really a hundred percent there and then people will pick up on that and they're like, are you even listening to me? Are you even hearing what I'm saying? Are you seeing what's going on? You know, that kind of stuff. So when you start hearing that, you know that you might be in a position where you're like, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I might not be 100% present with you. And so being real with yourself and acknowledging that can make a world of difference for you because then you find that, okay, well, you know, I'm not as present with this person as I need to be. So I need to do something on my end. Again, you know, focusing on those things that are in our control. I need to do something on my end that's going to either increase my engagement or let them know that I can't be present with them right now, but I'd like to be at some point or whatever. Um, so I think that's something to consider. So um, 
one way to really increase engagement uh, that I found is instead of uh, deciding that I'm, you know, that I'm going to uh, make suggestions for people or that I'm going to um, come in with my magic wand and tell them how I'm going to fix their lives, what I do is really listen to what they're trying to tell me and and be present with them and then on top of that ask ask them questions that are directly related to what they're saying because a lot of the time uh, people just want to vent and they just want their story to be heard and when their story's heard they're fine 90 percent of the time they know exactly what they need to do to fix what's going on so they don't need a fixer to come in and fix everything for them um instead what they decide to do is um you know, they, they decide to come in and fix things for people and it ends up shutting down that lane of conversation when that really wasn't the intention. The intention was I'm going to come in and be this awesome person and make this huge difference in their life. Um, but now I've screwed that up. And, <laughs> and I think <laughs> a lot of the times there, there's a lot, there's an awful lot of uh, internet culture around this specifically related to uh, interactions between men and women um, because uh, stereotypically speaking, men are the fixers and they come in and they've got all the answers and they're just going to fix everything. And there's a great video that, that highlights this example of um, it's not about the nail <laughs> and uh, or it's like the nail or, or something along those lines. It's on YouTube if you want to look it up. Um, that, but it, it highlights this so well <laughs> and it's basically um, this this woman that has a, a, a nail in her forehead and the uh, guy is talking to her and she's like uh, you know I've just got this, this pressure built up in my forehead and uh, I don't understand it and I keep getting things snagged on my sweater and I've got all this pressure and all these different things going on. And he's like, well, why don't you just take that nail out of your forehead? And she's like, no, you're not getting it. Like, it's just, it's this horrible experience and it's all this pressure and it's all these different things and it's this and it's that. And he's like, well, you know, if you just fix that nail sticking out of your forehead, it'd make your life a lot better. And she's all like, you know, well, no, like you just, you aren't really hearing me and, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's, and I, I can't remember specifically what they said, but essentially it ends with the guy saying like, oh, okay, well that must have been a really horrible experience for you. And I'm so sorry to hear that. And she's like, oh, you get it. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a great, it's a great silly example of like, a, okay, well, you know, maybe I can see this a little bit or um, I can get where this, where this is going. And Again, that's, it plays on stereotypes and it does all those different things. But I think it's something that happens a lot in just normal everyday conversations with people, whether we realize it or not, where we'll come in and people are just wanting to tell us about something that happened that was going on. And instead of listening to them and being an active, engaged listener, we decide that we're going to come in and start providing suggestions and start offering feedback and doing all those things that's, that's really unsolicited. And so what ends up happening is instead of being there for them and helping them fix what's going on, we shut them down and we say, okay, yes, I'm hearing you. So I'm just going to dive right in and fix this. And 
it's not what they need because ultimately they know what they need to do. They know the solutions to these issues. They know what needs to happen because they know their lives. And instead, um, what they need is just somebody to empathize with them a little bit and say like, Hey, that really sucks that that's going on. You know, um, I wish that you had a better experience with that or, um, tell me more about, um, this thing that's going on or, um, you know, it, it, it must, it must have been really frustrating to have that happen or whatever, you know, having something along those lines where instead of, uh, getting your brain working a million miles a minute to come in and therapize your friends and, and fix all their problems. Instead, if you decide to say, okay, well, I'm just going to sit here and listen with them and, and know that, that I'm here for them, let them know that I'm here for them. Then, uh, instead <clears throat> we'll find that, that a lot of the times they've already fixed everything they need to fix. And, um, or they're, or they're on the route or they're on the road to fixing things that they already need to fix. And, and having somebody to just sit there and listen to them was the thing that made all the difference in the world because it made them feel like they weren't alone and it made them feel like they aren't crazy. And it made them feel like, um, there's somebody else out there that gets them, which I think again is, an incredibly common thing as humans because we are so complex and we have so many life experiences and all of these things going on. So having somebody understand just a small modicum of who we are makes such a huge difference because then it's like, okay, well, you know, I connected with another human being that has their own life and has all of these extra things going on in their life. So that says that I must not be a complete failure or a total waste or whatever. And you're not, you're not a total waste. You're not crazy. Um, everybody has different levels of struggle, but we all have a general level of struggle to some extent. Again, you know, it's different for everybody. It depends on your SCS. It depends on your life situation. It depends on a lot of different things, but ultimately we will all go through some similar level of struggle to allow us to relate to each other on some in some form or fashion. Um, so if we tap into that a little bit more and, and start showing compassion as human beings, instead of going in and fixing all of our friends problems, we will see a huge difference in our quality of life, I think. Um, and so, uh, I think another thing with that is being willing to say like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not perfect. And that, that whole self-awareness thing of like, you know, sometimes you're just not in a place where you can do that. And so then you, you find ways to make that happen where you say, okay, well, I can't be here for you in this way, but I'll be here for you in this way. And, and showing them that support still makes a world of difference because it once it lets them know that you're still there for them just maybe not in exactly the way that they need it. So sometimes that can be just saying like, look, I've had a really rough day and I'd love to talk to you about this, but um, I need five or 10 minutes to go do X, Y, and Z. And then I'll come back and we'll talk about it and it'll be great. And, um, you know, we'll kick back, have a beer, whatever. And, and life will be good. Um, or, you know, sometimes joining in with people and saying like, yeah, um, this situation sucks. And, uh, this should have never happened and 
um, exponent, you know, doing all those different things. That that's all stuff that you can do to really hear people and empathize and um, and improve and improve that quality of life. Because again, you know, um, having those deeper connections with people makes an absolute monstrous difference in um, in your daily life and in your feeling connected with other people and um, and all of that stuff. So um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there might be something else that I that I wanted to talk about, but I'm I think I may be at the point where I'm good um, as far as actual skill related things or basic related things. Um, so before I do some talk on specifics of the podcast and future directions and whatnot, I want to open things up to chat real quick and make sure that I don't need to expand on something or to make sure that I didn't miss something that I should have talked about a little bit more or that I didn't, uh, completely miss something that I should have said or anything along those lines. So I'll wait for chat for a minute to give me some feedback before I get into specifics about future direction of the podcast and, uh, and some, what I think is really exciting news. So, uh, I'm going to give that a minute. And actually while I'm doing that, um, if you have any, and I mean any feedback for the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me on whatever platform you feel would be appropriate. So I've got uh, Instagram. If you want to find me on there at aren't you funny TV, that's a R E N T U F F U N N Y TV. Um, you can also find me at aren't you funny at Twitter. And you can also find me at um, aren't you funny on Twitch which is where I brought broadcast this live, like I mentioned earlier. And um, I'm trying to think if there's there's one more. So you can find me on uh, you can find the podcast on Anchor. And if you search for the show name "Peace of Mind" with it all being one word, um, you can find me there. I think based upon what I saw on uh, my Anchor homepage, I think this is now being distributed to. Pocket Casts, as well as iTunes. So I think that's a new platform to find me. So if you're joining me on iTunes, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think I said Instagram, but if I didn't, it's Aren't You Funny TV. Um, so you can search for me on there. Oh, also you can email me. That's the other one. So if you want me to talk about something specific, or if you want to give me any kind of feedback, then feel free to reach out to me at aren'tyoufunnytv at gmail.com. So that's A-R-E-N-T-U-F-U-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Um, so reach out to me on there if you want to share a story or if you want me to talk about something specific or if you feel like um, you want to give me some specific feedback on tools or things that I can use, I'd be more than happy to do any and all of that. So again, feel free to reach out to me with anything and everything. If you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please, please, please feel free to do any form of feedback, whether it be like a subscribe or a repost or anything along those lines. If this has touched your life in any form or fashion, please do so because that'll let me know that I'm, I'm doing something that 
uh, is meaningful for you and it'll give me encouragement to continue to do what I'm doing instead of uh, trying to change things up too much or whatever. Um, so please feel free to shout it out. Tell your friends about it. Be like, you know, look, this random guy on the internet is talking some nonsense, but he actually makes sense sometimes and you should totally check it out. Like that would mean the absolute world to me. And um, it would definitely give me encouragement to continue doing what I'm doing. So, um, so with all of that being said, um, news, because what I'm getting is, is feedback that seems like everything was covered. So, um, awesome news. I have in actually in chat with me right now, uh, one of my friends, RX Vapor, he is going to be joining me as our first guest for the podcast. And I am super stoked about it because he's an awesome dude. And I think we're at the point now where I'm going to be bringing on a lot more guests and uh, we're going to be doing a lot more of the application of the things, of the basic skills that I've been talking about thus far. So um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And there's probably going to be some really tough conversations sometimes, but I think it's going to be so worth it. And I, I just love, I absolutely love that I have the ability to do this and that you all are even remotely interested in me doing this because I like, I can't say enough how much I feel like this has given me some direction and meaning in my life. And it gives me all the feels like all the time. So thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. And I hope that it's brought you some peace of mind. Peace. much feels such time exactly all right so give me just a second everybody i am going to switch out headphones and then we will be right back All right, are we there? Can you all hear me? Are we good? We good, fam? Did I say nudes? I did not say nudes. What up, stubs? So, hello, Midnight Vapor B, Pobs, Armac, and who else talked? Also, did I see cheat codes in here at some point? Cheat codes was in here? Oh, my God. It was cheat underscore codes, though. Did he change his name? So I think I said hey to everybody. So how are you all doing? Thank you so much for joining me. Like, again, I, 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 I think about this podcast pretty much all day. And I try to think of all the things that I can do that will bring you all value and meaning. And I try to think of, like, 
things that I can cover that will uh, impact you all in some form or fashion and, and hopefully at least give you something to think about where you're like, oh God, like I never really considered things that way or I never really realized that this was doing that to me or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, thank you all so much. <laughs> I appreciate the feedback. I feel like this is getting better and it's going smoother and, um, and I'm trying to definitely take into account the feedback that you all have given me, especially, uh, B and Pobs and Kit. Um, I know that you all gave me some awesome feedback recently, which is why we switched to Puzzle Quest, which, uh, I feel like went a lot better and it was probably a little less distracting because I honestly don't care if I lose on here at all. Um, and it's just, 